Happy Thursday, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the show today. It's an exciting one. I'm pumped. New, new guests. But to you guys, it's going to be someone you see all, almost every day, I'm if old not hat. every day. Old hat. At yeah. this point, it's true. Um, but I'm not telling you yet who it is. Of course, you know, it's probably why you clicked on the video in the first place. But we got a lot to talk about, man. We got the flash. That's coming out, and the finally someone addresses the Ezra Miller situation, and they and there's a comment about it. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the across the Spider Verse. I saw it. Roxy saw it. Question is, how much is it going to make? There's reports. Will we see a record breaking something making more than the last one? We'll discuss it that and more. And don't you forget about Roxy's TV picks. I'm excited. So me, Roxy, and yes, Chris Carr is here. So we will be talking about all those things and more, but make sure before you even do it, show a little class. Just announce 100,000 subscribers are trying to get there. We're almost at 80, and that's because of you guys. Hit that button. Do it. New York, New York, New York. We're going to be there live show June 23rd. Get your tickets. Getting close to being sold out. Everybody, myself, Mark Ellis, Double Toasted, Brett Sheridan, Jen Sturger, and, of course, Kate Mulligan doing the thing. But let's do the thing right now. Let's do it. It's a big thing. Yo, 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 what's up, everyone? Back at it again. Christian Harloff here. Me, Roxy Stryer, and Chris Carr. Yay! Chris, this is the first time we are actually kind of even meeting. I know. It's bizarre. Which is very weird. You don't know her? I, do We've you hear that when I said it to you? in person. Yeah. We would just, like, swap chairs, basically, at Campia every now and then. I assume you just had to like throw my butt pad somewhere because I'm yeah, shorter than everybody. They didn't everybody. have to change the, uh, the the titles too much because we spell no, our names both with K. Exactly. Yeah. Correctly. Correctly. That's absolutely that's absolutely right. Yeah. But I keep I, every time I would hear Chris Carr, Chris Carr, Chris Carr. You have you to. You have meet a her. very cute name, Chris Thank Carr. You. Thank I, you. I don't. That's like a celeb name. Thank right. you. My yeah. married is supposed to be Chris Peets, which sounds like something you'd eat when you're stoned and regret it. Like all those fucking Chris Peets really messed me up, and so. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't like take that, that one. too. Actually, really, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're perfect for that. Yeah, yeah Chris Peets, I would love. I could see a Chris Carr, Roxy Stryer, a double a buddy cop movie. Let's go. I could see Shit. it for sure. So, what do we have to do to get him in New York? What's the number? Nah, it ain't gonna happen. What's right the number? Now. But I got better opportunities coming up that I can't talk about yet. What's the number? What's the number? Yeah. You well, listen. You you're the one that can fundraise better than anybody. That's what I'm saying. That's the what people saying. at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We got to get you. You got to you got to get be able to get a hotel room and a freaking uh, plane ticket, man. That's and all right. You guys heard him. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> I was gonna say people are generous. Come on. Yeah, I want to go. It's I already know, I it. It kicked on all of a sudden. The the the, the food bar. Yeah, when I'm you, not know, you know my can I come the FOMO. It would be Fubar. It would be Fubar. Fubar's the new Arnold. Come on, the Arnold show. Yeah, I don't even know my show. I got to figure it out. Yeah, I've got FOMO, you know. And so every time I keep seeing that, yeah, I get. I understand. I understand. I'm supposed to be there. But um, no, it's a pleasure to finally get to talk to you, and we get to do it on air. And it's um, yeah, we never got a chance to be uh, on the show together. But you're you're, so you John on John's show four days a week. I'm on four days a week. Amazing. And you you guys never cross paths. So every time she was there, you weren't allowed. It wasn't. It wasn't a matter <laughs> it wasn't of allowed. allowed. Yeah, they were like, "There's too many Chris's." Well, it yeah. sounds yeah. like that. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. There's, too, there's, too, there's too much uh, Chris with a K for yeah. people to handle. No, but um, just never, never did. And then, um, oh my god, had did the you ever go by Chris? My friends and family back in New York will call me that. But shut I, the I, fuck up. I don't really. I didn't I don't, know what you guys were just talking about. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, <laughs> does she think his name is? And then I was like, "Oh my god, it is Chris." I did, you my, are so not a Chris. I know. So many people, though, like my, you know who calls me Chris out of our circle? I'll give you one guess. Tom? No. 
Kaiser. Oh, Permanente? He's, yeah, right. I call him that as okay. well. But no, he's he's a New York guy as well. I've never heard anybody ever. My my friends and family call me Chris, but I don't. My wife does not call me Chris because I do not really allow people to call me Chris because no. it's just not my name. Even as a kid, you never went by Chris? So just in New York, some people would. As a little boy, did people call you Christian? I started to get it more and more. Yeah, I wouldn't risk because I don't think I respond to it as much too. I don't yeah. know what that what it was. But I'm that way. Full name. If What's I, your right, name? Yeah. I'm Christine. Christine. And in the South, I'm a Christine Marie. Ah, where and are you so, from originally? I'm from Texas. You're from Texas. Yeah, okay. and my mom's from Boston, and so it's that what Christine part? Dorchester. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, she's tough. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I'm okay. from Boston. Oh, nice. What part are you from? Newton. Not oh, as tough. Shit. Okay, awesome. I'm tough. Yeah. Newton's not tough. That's yeah. great though. Yeah. yeah. If someone calls Very me close. Christine, though, I'm like, yeah. Ugh. How did you get? So I don't know the full story. How did you get involved in this crazy space? I know you're a voice actor. I know yeah. you teach voice acting as well. I do that. Too. I have my own studio, Speak Friend Studio. Yes. Where I teach stuff. Yeah. Um, basically, before I was working for I Went Digital, and I would do um, kind of nerd centric sort of videos for them, mm-hmm. where it was binge an entire show in a day and then write up an editorial on it and film that kind of stuff yeah. and then i saw john's posting for it um for his show i applied to that we had he a, had a posting for a host position oh yeah he he's done yeah. it a few times he just yeah. do that for collider too that's wild yeah. like a linkedin situation or a handshake or whatever i think it was casting network yeah he used to do that for amc and collider yeah, yeah. and sure. so we had that that's meeting. cool everything else is so incestuous yeah, yeah i didn't know that anybody ever somebody. like yeah yeah, exactly. yeah that's how this is happening i'm just like oh, i kind of know you yeah Let's right do this. right um and then we had a callback kind of meeting where i was way too full of myself and i was just like you're gonna hire me like, did okay, you say it in the yeah, room amazing yeah. i was a little asshole i was like you're gonna hire me i'm really good at this <laughs> what year are we talking about this was 2018 Okay. Oh really? Yeah, so 2018 or 2019. Yeah, maybe 2019 because I think okay. I worked for him for a year, and then something happened. Yeah, and uh, and then I wasn't doing movie news for about a year with that. I was still with I1 Digital, oh. um, and then I came back this past year. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, it just uh, it it was a matter of time before we did something together. We're going to talk yeah. about a lot of fun stuff today because you're also you're a big comic book movie nerd, same yes, way am. through. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about Marvel, the, DC, all the things, Star Wars. Where, what's your jam? Marvel's my big one, and Spider Man and the Spider People are my jam. Did so you get a chance it. to see it yet? I'm seeing it tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, it's uh, so we will not spoil anything for anybody, including okay. yourself. Um, but let me bring up this Variety article because I do want to talk about it. Hold on. All right, this is over at Variety. Brent Lang, the box office for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is swinging to $80 million opening. The Boogeyman is now eyeing a $15 million debut. How high can the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse climb? The sequel to 2018's Oscar-winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is getting a lift from good buzz and residual fondness for its predecessor, one of the inaugural cinematic forays into all things multiverse. And while reviews are still embargoed, critics flip for this one. So assuming that the follow-up sticks the landing... Yada yada yada. What can it ultimately make? Yeah, it's like so. The the question wow, is how Brent much, with a yada yada yada. It's okay, a yada yada. That's a bit. Well, they're saying that it's going to about a close to eighty million dollars. Okay, right? Christian. So opening weekend. Yes. Recalling you, uh, circa last week, maybe two weeks ago, you said you thought this was going to do significantly better than the Flash. How are you feeling now? I still feel that way. You think financially this is going to make a lot more money than the yes? Flash. And if you look at the tracking, I think the you would say the same. Uh, how do you feel about this? First of all, it's, uh, who, who, let's let's start Roxy's question, Chris. Which, which movie does better? I definitely think Spider-Verse, 100%. And this is a thing that I know a lot of people have talked about, of like the average moviegoer. Do they know all the drama with Ezra Miller? Do they know all the behind-the-scenes things? I think a lot of people do because it's had a very kind of TMZ life. And this movie's been in the making for almost a freaking decade. Mm-hmm. I moved here when they announced this and we're casting this. Wow. So 
I feel like people have kind of teetered off of their interest for it. And I know we keep hearing all these stories of like, this actor really loves this. Henry Cavill supposedly loves this. Tom Cruise thinks this movie is amazing. I keep having people tell me how good this movie is. I, I, I just need to see it, I guess. Sure. But I don't believe that it's that great it's, and life-changing. I, I'm not going to tell you that's life-changing. Yeah. I'm going to tell you it's a very good movie. I've heard it's good. It's a very good yeah. movie. The, the best comic book movie ever? No, I yeah. don't think so. Um, and if people go and see it and think that it is... I, I'm I'm happy for them, and, yeah. and then that'll help. I think it's I think it's a movie people should see in the theater. I think it's really good. I think Roxy, there are a lot of different reasons why this movie is only tracking at seventy million dollars, though. Like seventy million dollars for this movie is not something that I think Warner Brothers and DC is probably super excited about. Yeah, I I think I'm on the opposite side of the fence as you, Chris. I went on a date the other day, um, and he, uh, did it go well? To talk oh, yeah. to talk later about. All right, all no. right. Apparently not. I thought oh, it no. did. I, well, that, that's that, that, I, thank I, you, I Chris. That will be a topic. Well. That will be a topic but right after this. Point being, he <laughs> lives in L.A., um, but just is not in the entertainment industry. And he was like, "What's the biggest, you know, buzz in the enter- You know, first date question. So trying to get to know what I do. What's the biggest buzz in the entertainment space right now? So we're talking about um, Jonathan Majors. That was that right. week when yeah. everything was happening. And then he was like. Um, oh, and I was like, you know, it's kind of like similar to the Ezra Miller situation. And he was like, who's Ezra Miller? Right. Not oh, not what okay. happened with Ezra Miller. Who is Ezra Miller? Right. Which made me realize, like, I all the time we realize we're in a bubble. And then I asked my grandparents. They didn't know who Ezra Miller was. And they didn't I asked know my story. sister. She didn't know who Ezra Miller was. I called some of my friends from home, sent a group text to my girlfriends. They did not know who Ezra Miller was. Not only do they not know what happened, they've never heard of Ezra Miller. Well, Ezra Miller is not an A-list celebrity right. the way that in our space. Like if somebody was sitting at this desk and said, who's Ezra Miller? We'd be like, why are you here? What rock right. have you been under? <laughs> right. right. But yeah. it, he, they're just not a they're not a star. Well, we forget anybody that follows any of the shows that we're on in, in general will know the story of Ezra Miller because we report on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm in the same camp because I did the same thing. We had this big conversation on the, on the Friday show a few months back, and, and Winston and I were talking about it, and I was in your camp. And I'm like, the casual person I don't feel is caught up in this story at all. And I wanted to test that. So I was walking my kids uh, to school, and I said to one of the parents. Oh, good day. I, I know, I know. And I said, well, I left. I just I, – I was – Forgot they were in there. I had this conversation, <laughs> and then I abandoned then them. I to have this totally, just yeah. had this conversation to prove myself right. And I was walking down the street, and I was talking to this guy, and I was like, "Well, let me ask you about this particular situation." And and I and, I, and it was this very same conversation that you had. And I was Ezra Miller, and he's like, "I don't really know who Ezra Miller is." And yeah. I don't know but what I will say is this: I think that it's one of the main reasons that Warner Brothers will not be doing a lot of press for this movie, for sure, because. It will start to get more into the casual viewer because when the press starts coming out, then more articles are going to be written because if Michael Keaton's doing interviews, he's going to be asked about it. This story we're about to tell in, in just a second, someone's asked about it, and the word's getting out there more. So more of the casual fan will know. I just don't think that because Ezra Miller is also not – what's he been in that has been the major blockbuster movie? I know you can say – Zack Snyder's movie, and then he was in... Uh, the Harry Potter, the Fantastic Beasts. Right. He Perks, was in, of, being Perks of being a wallflower. Right, but it's not... They're not, really good in that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but not in the... I mean, they are very good. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> never been the problem. Incredible, incredible performer. The issue more so is that you look at, like, say, like Jonathan Majors, right? Jonathan Majors was just in two blockbuster movies where he was kind of front and center on, on both of them with Ant-Man. Now... Whether or not Ant Man did the money that Marvel wanted it to, even Jonathan Majors is not a household name. 
Not in the, I think more so his name because of uh, also you look at uh, Creed, right? Yeah, yeah. I think more people so than... have seen him, but it's not like saying Michael B. Jordan. No. It's not like no, 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 saying no, no, Ben not. Affleck. It's not uh, like of course, saying... of course not. I think it's more of like an image recognition where you yes. go, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, right. yeah. I think that that he in between the two of them, I think right now he's going to be the one that they probably recognize a little bit more, even more so than Ezra Miller. But Ezra Miller is starting to get more um, recognition. And I think this conversation will come up. But either way, I don't necessarily think, though, that that's the only reason this movie's tracking at 70. I do think, even though it's a part of the inside the bubble, mm-hmm. I do think that it has a lot to do with, well, what the hell's going on with these things? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that has to do with the marketing strategy, too, Christian, because it's not just that people at home, the average person, do they know that DC EU is coming to an end? It's just DCU and what not and moving forward. Maybe they don't know that, but they only know what the studios are telling. And the studios are not this. Warner Brothers is not saying you have to see this movie in order to move forward with DC the way that Marvel does that with their movies. Yeah, it's kind of the actual opposite Mm -hmm. of, well, we're doing a blank slate. We're going to get rid of everything. We have all these A-list names, right? The Gal Gadot's, the Henry mm-hmm. Cavill's, who aren't coming back. Mm-hmm. So then why do you see this movie is kind of it. And I understand that the DCU is going to do Elseworlds, and there's totally room for all these kind of one-off things and everything. But again, if it's, oh, I heard that they're getting all new people. Do I even need to go see this? Are you going to prioritize this movie then? Or are you going to even get your tickets in advance? Because I don't know about you guys. I started checking out just like on my Regal app. Hey, do I really need to go get a ticket soon? Spider-Verse, my theater was... Like chocker box right. full, whereas Flash it was what? Was chocker box full. It was really really full. What's a chocker box? I love, I love the. Is, oh. I love this. I love when you get so like like new into something. Well, because you hear new terms, you're like, yeah, I love this. Yeah. I get, your eyes like we, lit up. What, Go ahead. Let's st- let's, st- let's stay on this instead okay, of Flash. Put, put a put a asterisk in we're chocker gonna, box. We're gonna dog ear that. Um, so you guys also used another term earlier that I was like, what is that one? What was that? Like, I don't remember. Oh, I got Dating. Poor Roxy oh. and her vocabulary. <laughs> well, wait. I, I went to like public school in Texas too, though. So sometimes I do talk wrong. So wait, so you're saying it was full? It was full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very, very full. It was chocolate box. Were the the uh, the flash ones? I was like, I, I can just walk you to the theater waiting. that day. Right. Well, I mean, I think Weird. that I do think again that there is absolutely 100 percent merit in that, where there is a portion of people who are feeling, I don't know where this goes, I don't know where it connects. It uh, clearly Henry Cavill's not a part of it anymore, so I, I don't need to get my tickets. Now, there's other people who have no idea what the hell the DCEU ever was and yeah. if it connected at all. Those ca- really casual fans, in the way that my wife is a casual Star Wars fan, she doesn't give a crap about Star Wars, but if Ray's in a movie, she's going to see it, right? That's that's my, as where that's not the same case. But but what I what I will say is this, is that. There are also the other portion of the um, of the fans that just want to go see the movie because Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah, and they're leaning on that because it's the people who have not seen a DC movie or a movie. The people in their forties and fifties who lined around the block in nineteen eighty nine when that movie came out, and they said he's back again after not being around since nineteen ninety two, and now he's coming back. So they're leaning on that as they should. Yeah. All the marketing has been pivoted to yeah. Keaton. That's why yeah. it, it's Batman Flashpoint. Yeah, it is. Go ahead, Mox, you going to say? Uh, no. No, you were not going to say. <laughs> no, I was just remembering talking to your wife when I was moving, uh, leaving the studio, and I don't remember the specifics of the conversation, but it's something you had just seen the Flash, and I was asking you questions about yeah. Ezra, and even your wife was like, "What are you guys talking?" She about? said, "No, yeah, she guys, said no clue." What are you guys even talking about? No clue. If you're, I mean, again, if you're in the space itself, it's inevitable. If you check up on movie news, if you're looking at shows like this, then you're going to know about it. But if you're just a casual fan, oh, that movie looks good, you have no clue. A 
who Ezra Miller is, or B, what the hell they've done. I have no idea if this affects anything, probably less than I'm thinking that it affects, but I am one of the few people that I know that watched the Flash TV show all the way to its completion, which I don't know if you guys know was this month. Mm -hmm. Nine seasons of the Flash finished this month. Uh, Nine seasons. Right. I watched every single episode. So people like Grant, and they don't want to replace... It was the wor- it was the worst final season of any show I have seen ever. Maybe oh. ever. Wow. Um, the final season was unbearable. This is a show that I used to absolutely Jeez. love. It was yeah. unbearable. I feel flash fatigue right now. Okay. I, I do love Grant, but like I think that that show at the Arrowverse we had we've bitten with Barry Allen for nine years. Mm-hmm. If you love the Flash. You had that for nine yeah. years, every yeah. every single week. So also, I think it is different than some of the other big superheroes who, like, you don't get them as often. Here's another element to I'll throw both you guys' way when it comes to Marvel could be to blame for this as well. Um, because I've never succumbed to the theory of, like, people – clearly DC fans are DC fans and Marvel fans, the hardcore fans, they exist. We know that. But again, talking about the casual movie fan, which brings in the dollars, right – they want to see a good movie. So I was always under the impression, I always agreed with it when people said it, a good comic book movie helps the business in general, and it scratches the back of the next good comic book movie because people want to see good movies in general, good writing, good acting, all of that. Um, the last few Marvel movies have been, in my opinion, a bit of a letdown, and some of the stuff they've been doing on TV-wise has been a little bit of a letdown, and I think people have been a little bit Marvel fatigued in general could that bleed over to The Flash not doing that well? It certainly could. And I don't think it's necessarily superhero fatigue, but it is mediocrity yes. fatigue yes. of I don't want to go spend all this money. Because it is expensive at the end of the day to go to a movie. It really yeah, is. It is. If you don't have a movie Especially cash, for a family. If you have a family yeah. and you're getting snacks for everybody and you're not going to smuggle shit in like I do, <laughs> right. like, it's going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> right. So there's that factor. And yeah, we've had these movies that have been really, really subpar lately. I mean, Ant-Man, in my personal opinion, was kind of just woof. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was excellent. It's funny, but it's so funny, though, because a lot uh, Mark Riley, who I thought was going to love the, yeah, he's, the Ant-Man. He's Golden Retriever energy. He, oh, yeah. I love, I love those kind and, of people. Yeah, and he hated it. That's wild. He hated it. And it's because, and I, when I saw it, I felt, I like science fiction. Right, so like a different type of, in the way that it felt in a different way. I thought that the end was chaotic and should have been completely different. Yeah. But I said exactly that. I said some people are going to come out this going, wow, this is really fun. But then other people are going to really think this that movie was the is best. Movie. Oh, I yeah, love it's that so movie. it's crazy. Well, it's yeah. also yeah. subjective, right? right? Of course. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Are you a big Rick and Morty fan? No. Okay. Because yeah. I feel like there's a crossover with that too. No, I don't love Rick and Morty as okay. much, which yeah. I know is uh, blasphemous to people. Um, yeah. yeah, I fell off that show. Did just you? like I fell off the flash. It's good. It's good. Yeah, but, I don't, I yeah. Just, okay. but there's this just there's so many there's so many things that go into it, and then getting into really the meat of the story is that then you get across the Spider Verse, which is coming off an Oscar winning animated first movie that people were like, oh, okay, an animated movie produced by Lord Miller, okay, that could be interesting, and it's. It was just mind-blowing, right? Yeah. It was so good. And they handled the multiverse in a much better way than I think Marvel has done so far. Marvel Studios has done. Um, and I'm still so confusing. What, Marvel and Marvel Studios? Disney Marvel, Sony yeah, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Who has the Marvel? <laughs> even in the beginning of it, even the, some of the references throughout, it's, just, it's, still, it, it's still confusing. Yeah, well, the second, the Across the Spider-Verse, to me, again, no spoilers to those who haven't had an opportunity yet, 
I thought it was a really solid movie. I didn't ask you. Did you like it? Oh, my God. You loved it. Okay. I yeah, thought I, it, you were out of there so fast that I was like worried that you didn't like it because usually when you like something, you hang back for a second, but you were I gone. To, I had to get back to – it was it's a long movie. It's a two-hour and 30-minute movie. It's long. It uh, doesn't feel long. Okay. doesn't feel long, but it's a long movie. And I wanted to film my thing, and then I wanted to get the hell out of there, and I wanted to go home. Um, plus the fact that I'm, I realized last night how old I am because I'm sitting in that movie theater for two and a half hours, and I'm oh walking out. Oh, my God, out. you? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, <laughs> he's walking down the stairs, and I said, are you okay? It's like Mr. Limpy McGee. No, it was Nancy Kerrigan. Getting hit no. in the leg by the Tanya Harding bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, I, a girl the other day that I was out with had no idea who Nancy Kerrigan was. Talking oh. about feeling old, I was like, "You don't know." What? And then I explained the story, and she was like, "I've never even heard of that no, story." I and just, I was like, "Oh my was, god!" But I was, yeah, you were limping was like bad. crazy. She's like, "What happened?" And I was like, no, "I was sitting." That's what happened. Um, I was oh, sitting. One thing. This isn't a spoiler, but I do think it's relevant for the people to know. No mid credit. No post credit. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. So GTFO. So I was right to get the hell out yeah, of there. He, yeah. he, I was like, where are you going? And he was like, just tell me later. And then there was no telling later. I didn't later. think that there was from the way that they set it up. But anyway. But everybody sat their ass in the seat the entire time. and then. But this is what I will say nothing. about the movie itself. I think that um, it is a, it's a, it's a very good movie. It's, it, it, it makes you want another one, for you sure. Think it's very good? It's re- yeah, it's really good. You don't think it's great? Yeah, I, I want to see it again, but I'd venture on great. Adventure, yeah, I think I think as far as a movie goes, storytelling, animation, the music is fantastic. Okay. Um, you know what the first one focuses on Miles' story, but it also really has that team element. This focuses on Gwen for sure, but it focuses on Miles. I think it's Miles' story more so than it's part of that team and finding purpose and finding all that, which I think is great. I don't think it's as funny as the first one. The first one is, there's some funny moments in it for sure, and there's jokes, but the first one is way funnier i was laughing by myself yeah so i clearly most people agreed with you i was like there's, there's some funny moments there's uh, some funny moments but it's just like the first one with spider ham and and, yeah. and spider noir like boom 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 you're yeah. right you're right yeah it, i think it's a 10 out of 10 though okay yeah. is this one as dark as everyone keeps saying it's very dark it's okay. got some dark stuff yeah. as dark as the most recent guardians yeah oh, like it's uh compared me up. Yeah, yeah yeah it's it's got that yeah there's there's a lot to it. What I liked about it, what I loved about it, I should say, is that good, good writing, good character development, um, emotionally. Chalk oh, bucks with characters. <laughs> yeah, it Chuck was. Yeah. Would you, uh, does that mean we should pay our writers in a, in a good way? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, that's so interesting. Do they just, it's do, like there's they something going on with them. I know. Can I ask, too, yes. are, the, are the various spider people in this, because it's supposed to be like this one has so many spider mm-hmm. people. It's got all the spider people. Is it mostly just there for the sake of cameos? Like, oh my gosh, Bombastic Bagman, that's neat. Oh, Spider Cat, yay. Or are they major players throughout as both. well? Yeah, a mixture both. of both. There's a few of what you just said, and then there's a few like yeah. that are real consistent. But, okay. Yes, there's a mixture Who's your of both. Well, I don't want to ruin anything. Oh. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to spoil anything yet. Okay. Yeah. But there's a mixture, there's a mixture of both. And I think that what it does also is that there's the, what I will say about it, even the cameos is relevance. It, it, there's a reason why. Okay. It's not just like, oh, like it's you said. It's not just like a wink at the camera. Hey, comic book fans. I, I mean, it, it, it is, but it's also like, yeah, but see how we did that there? Okay. Like, it made sense to the story as why, but there it's still like, hey, take this. One yeah. cameo that I don't understand. Okay, you guys have to talk about the spoiler later. Yeah, I, I when I saw the cameo, I was like, that must be relevant to something that right. I'm missing. I wanted Koi next to me. 
I wanted yeah, to, yeah. I wanted to have Quinn explain. I talked like. to Hector about the movie okay. all day today okay. for Only Stupid Answers, and he was like, and then this thing, and then yeah. this thing, and I was like, what? Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of, like, I think that you're going to probably lose your mind yeah. watching it for sure. Great. Um, and if you guys don't want to lose your minds, I'll tell you what, you better be using Athletic Greens. That's right. Athletic Greens will keep you ready to go. And sleep quality, all that and more. Both that and Mint Mobile. I'm going to tell you about both of them right now. Here you go. After years of print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So I heard about Mint Mobile a long time ago, and when they said they offer the premium wireless starting, it's like 15 bucks a month. I said, yeah, all right, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it makes sense. There is no catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores, and they pass those sweet savings directly on to you. Quality is amazing. Um, it, it, it doesn't break up. It doesn't, it's, it, I set it up for a separate line, and I'm so glad I did. It's so easy. It's so easy. And for anyone who just hates their phone bill in general, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivering on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash thing. Mintmobile.com slash thing. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash thing. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. And you know it's true. I've been telling you guys about it for, God, it's coming up on two years now, man. Or a year and a half. I give AG1 a try because Brett kept telling me about it. He's like, this is really good. You got to try it. And I did. And I love it. And I was like, it's green, but it's delicious. It really is delicious. You'd be surprised. That's what I get from everybody. He's like, you're right. It tastes really good. And you can get better gut health and get increased energy, immune system support, all of it. And I'm not a vitamins guy. I didn't like taking a whole bunch of vitamins. Now I just take AG1. I put it in the water bottle. I shake it up. Done. And it just makes me feel ready to go. I'm approaching that day. I'm taking it. And I'm ready to live. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's part of my routine. It's delivered to me every month. It's been very easy. You make it a daily habit. With AG1, you take care of your body, and it's just that simple. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Check it out. Tell me that you've checked it. I, that's the one. I see it all the time. Finally starting AG1 today, finally starting it, finally starting it. Love it, love it, love it. Tell me and tag me and tag them and tell them that you found them from us. Link in the description. All right, thank you to our friends over at Mint Mobile and Athletic Greens, AG1. You help out the show tremendously when you find one of these sponsors that we will only we only bring these sponsors on that we think that you guys will like. So if you find yourself trying to get some more energy in your life. And I don't like those vitamins, man. I don't do it. I just put it in one bottle, shake it up. You're still, you're you're on it now, right? Oh, yeah. You love those athletic greens. I really do. They're the best. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. Also, um, this is not 
as relevant as that. However, every time I hear the word mint, I think about the guy that I lost my virginity to. Okay. He used to always say mint. That yeah, I was, was that an instant? No, it? sexy. I was a mint, like mint condition. Was that an instant regret after he said that? No. Oh, it was okay, so, you like that? Uh, like oh my how god! A coin is? I used to think it was the hottest thing. <laughs> he say you're he'd mint, say, like a like a good baseball. In, my, card. in his phone, I was saved as Roxy is mint. Oh. And just I, like I oh, thought shit. that he was like this older guy next door, and I thought that that was that like was, that was it. Oh my god! I thought him calling me mint was like the sexiest things I, I ever heard in my life. Well, then no better transition than this. Let's tell about that date. Yeah. What's that one? The date? The, that was a long time one. ago. No, this new one. The new oh. one that you thought went well. Yeah, was it terrible? Oh my God, what it was happened? like 10 dates ago, Christian. What I have been 10 dates Christian ago. and Chris. Chris and Christian. That's right. Um, Just say K with a Chris. K with a Chris. <laughs> sure. Yeah. K with a Chris. Um, I've been on so many first dates this month. Again? Oh, it's How many? sickening. Let I me guess. Can I guess? I don't know. Oh. Uh, more than seven. Okay. More than seven. More than seven? More than, than five. Nine. Okay. Yeah, probably around seven. I've been on a lot of dates. No this prospects? Month. By okay, the way, this is one guy. did Canada ever write back? No. Dickhead. All right, go ahead. Nope. And I, I wrote him a text the other day. I didn't Why? send it. I didn't send oh, it. Oh, I didn't send it. No, no, no. All right, okay. I have you just, literally 50 you just, notes. You just drafted of, it. Yeah, yeah. I okay. wrote it. I didn't send it. Okay. Um, I was ghosted. I was dating a guy for three months, and he just disappeared. We talked what to asshole. Had him on. We, talk, we didn't have him on the show, but we talked yeah. about, like, this was one that we thought. This was the progression one. This was the one that had the most He's prospect. the first guy that I've liked since my ex-boyfriend, yeah. which okay. was three years ago. And then it's out of nowhere. See you later. Yeah, he texted me saying, baby, I got my visa. When are we celebrating? And I wrote back when I was free and then gone. That was it. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it was fucking horrible. And I, somebody the other day really did in the comments. Everybody's like, Roxy's such a bitch for this. Like, he's probably really, really dead or in pain or hurt. And she hasn't even checked on him. Whoa. Like, I called. I wrote it. Go. F- Some of the comments recently towards me have been so fucking nasty. Did I get rid of it? Yeah, you have been getting rid of some okay. of them, but about men, and it's like then you guys don't deserve to know about my. I open up for right. you guys, That's right? Because you asked me to, and I think a lot of you guys are in the same boat. Dating is miserable. It's, it's yeah. really fun and miserable. Right? It's both. So you have um, no prospects. You right. never dated oh. in your thirties. Uh, in my early, early. You never dated in your thirties. I did. Okay. I'm a serial monogamous, though. I'm on marriage too. I, I got married way too young and was married for a very short amount of time. Mm. And then I like for how young I got married at 21. Yeah. And then got separated at 22. When was see. your second marriage? Um, I got married five years ago. Oh, see. Yeah. And so I dated Logan for a very long time and kept doing that. I don't know if I want to get married again. Yeah. Also, I think maybe I'm the problem. But maybe there's just something wrong once people marry me. The one guy in your 30s then, though. Yeah. That's not dating. I went days. on a few other dates. Oh, that's okay. And then I also had what he would call my accidental dates when I was still doing stand up. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this guy really wants to help me with my set. And he'd be like, I'm sure he does. Go have a great coffee date. And I'd be like, he tried to fuck me in the middle of the day. <laughs> After I went and got Starbucks. People are animals. And he's like, that's what people do animals. when they Starbucks, date. dude. Anybody who wants to go to Starbucks wants to fuck. Really? That is something that's I have t-shirt. learned. That's a t-shirt. You can't trust a coffee <laughs> date. That is the truth. I'm really? not. Yes. Yeah. So everybody hyped up on There's on something coffee? about like, so, hey, so, you so want to grab new, Starbucks. So it's a new it's Netflix like, and chill? Chill, yeah. totally. I'm like, I know Caffeine what you're and bang. I'm on to you. Yes. I just like, I, I don't want to do that much for a $5 beverage. Right. Yeah, I, just, I know. I know. Um, but that's all they have. What about yeah. a latte? I mean, not even that. Only hand stuff, all right? We're going to keep it very junior high. That's right. Don't get me started on what we could do with the egg muffins. All right. So so that guy, uh, he lives in the woods. I don't know. I I thought it went okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, this is in the fucking woods. This is a new rich people thing. The do, you have, ri- do you have to like howl to get them to, to, to come find you? The rich people are the worst daters. Oh. The rich, you figure out really He's rich quick. and lives in the woods? No. Yeah, you, fi- oh. you figure it out so fast. Like you're on a date with somebody and just they'll say one sentence. And by that one sentence, you'll know like, oh, no. This person has like fuck you money, and that's never a good sign oh. when you're dating because it's just like. So he chose to live in the woods and build a cabin out there, exactly, like that. Like pe- yes, yeah. yes, yes. He's living in the fucking woods, it, but he was he's from back east. So I was like, I could still probably fuck with him. Like, I, l- let's see, personality wise, he we go on a seven hour date. He takes me to stop A, B, C, D. He's like pulled out all the. Stops. Trying to show you the the goods. Yeah, kept telling me like I really wanted to impress you. We were talking right. for weeks. And then... Um, this is the Ezra Miller conversation person. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next day, what happens? He texts me, follows up. Great. Follows there's no up. Starbucks. Nope. Okay. Follows up the next day. Great. The next he's day... He's go to Alfred's. He's sure. messaging me, but no... Nothing. No asking for a second date. So I was like, what is happening? So finally, after a week, I said something like... Um, like, something along the lines of, when can we see each other again or something? Right. And he was like, very busy... Like, um, friends are in town, sends me a picture of said friends in town. And I was like, great, um, no problem, let me know. Nothing, never Nothing. again. Ew. Yeah, I, and it's... it's <laughs> Gone. Yeah, I think, you, I mean, look, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Steph a few a few months ago, or I guess months and months ago now. And it's easier said than done, cliche, but you're just picking the wrong assholes. You really, you mean you're attracted to the wrong people. That's the problem. Yeah, how is that possible, Christian? I'm, date, I'm dating everybody. Everyone. <laughs> I'm literally dating everyone. How, how are you meeting people? Is it apps? everybody? Is it setups? Everyone is it wants to set me up, and okay. I say, yeah, I literally will be set up with anybody because might as well try it. Mm-hmm. Apps on them. Um, circling back, trying. Like friends of friends, friends of people who aren't, or friends of friends of friends. Like, Legitimately, one of the guys um, that I was just seeing, we went on four dates, and then he messaged me, hey, when are you free? This is when I was shooting crust. I was like, I'm free this time, this time. And he was like, great, let's do it. I reached out to him during that time, gone. Nothing. And then I messaged him again. He was liking every single one of my Instagram things. I messaged him again. He's like, "Really good to hear from you." Nothing. Nothing. Let me ask you a question. This is I don't know. This isn't for the joke. This is for like yeah, yeah. for real. Am I doing something wrong? No. Oh. Um, if you were attracted to women, do you think it would be easier? I am attracted to women. Oh. It's not easier. No. Have you gone on dates with women? Yes. When did that happen? You can tell us about that. Um, That's amazing. When did that happen? No. <laughs> I wanted to know because you have talked to you about this your stuff. Head set fell off. You're gonna <laughs> but wait, but I've never. I've known. I've known you. That. I've known I you for ten years. You never mentioned this once. Um, I've I've seen women before. I don't usually see okay. women. Um, but at this point, they why have the not? Exact opposite problem that I, oh. no. I definitely if somebody sets me up with a woman, I'll definitely go on a date. But I have my dating app set to men only okay. for a couple of different reasons. Number one, um, this is a vast generalization, but as you know, I, like, move very slow. Mm. I'm, like, fucking petrified of this, and really, it's scary and hard, and um, women move really fast. Like, especially queer women. They just move really fucking fast, and I need, like, months before I... Months before I sleep with somebody, months before I can, like, feel comfortable talking to somebody. I want to only see somebody once a week at first. And that has, I've never found a woman that that worked with ever. Yeah. Um, And also because, and this is, like, the 
I guess, would be the perks, uh, the privilege of being attracted to men. It, like, it's a, it's more challenging to find a woman. That yeah. makes it's a more challenging lifestyle. Let me ask you something, Chris, because I, when I, I want to know if you do the same thing that I do when I hear these stories. Okay. <laughs> that, oh my gosh. Yeah, this, I'm sure. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. It's like, a nightmare. The, it's a nightmare. This is kind of serious. Uh, Logan had a, a medical scare earlier this oh, month. Oh, shit. And so we had to go to the emergency room. Is that your okay? husband? Everything. Yeah, that's my husband. Um, and so while we were in the emergency room, I was just like, I cannot date. I need you to understand <laughs> that I can't. I don't want people to know my weird shit. Right. I don't want to explain myself again. I don't want anyone to know all my fucking picadillos. I can't do this. Right. And he was just like, this What's is not the time or place. Wait. All my weird, weird, like, little um, preferences and things. It's a real word? Yeah. Carry um, on. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah. But yeah, I, it makes me panic. And I, I don't have a lot of um, single friends still here because I had a whole bunch of friends who just, like, moved. Yeah, I don't have too. a single back, single friend. Back, not back, one. Back to Texas? Yeah, back to yeah, Texas or, or, like, to Chicago to and stuff. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. after the pandemic where they're like, I don't need to fucking live here. Right. It's, I know. It's it's just crazy, man. It's like anytime I get into, uh, like, an argument oh, with my wife I'm and everything. So, aren't you just so happy and lucky? And no, it's look, so hard to be single. I'll tell you the same thing. Marriage ain't no easy ride. Oh, my God. At all. I take it 10 out of 10 times over this. It's a nightmare. Take two kids with that. Yeah, but but Ooh, you're in love okay. with somebody mm. and you have kids. I do. I would I would just die to be in that position. Die. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's another chapter in the Roxy saga. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But um, but show the love, guys. And again, as you guys know, you will be thrown out of this store if there's not uh, if there's not at least look. You can have conversations. You can have. But don't be a twat. Yeah, don't be a twat. Because be a twat. then I just won't tell you. Yeah. Right. You and tell then me. You'll, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah, but not that. And now I'll tell right. Chris. Um, yeah. I want to stay with the with the Ezra Miller stuff because there's another conversation here. You do? Yeah, listen what to What do you want to talk about? Oh, I'm going to tell you in a minute. Oh. Okay. So, the Flash filmmakers address Ezra Miller's behavior. We have a lot of empathy for people who need help. That's the quote. <laughs> this is, but this is. What? What happened? What I said? Backhanded quote. We have a lot of empathy for people who fucking need help. Let's 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 read it first. Unbelievable. Let's read it. Hold on. Hold on. Relax. Wait a minute. All right. So the Flash director Andy Muschietti recently made it clear that if if the movie does get a sequel, he would want Ezra Miller to reprise the role of Barry Allen. That might not be his call. And the filmmaker and. His sister, producer, Barbara Muschietti, have now more directly addressed the allegations facing their troubled start. As reports of Miller's behavior grew increasingly more serious, there were a lot of speculation that Warner Brothers may take action by shelving the project. But as time passed and no statement was released, it became more and more unlikely. When asked if there was ever a legitimate possibility of the movie being canceled, Barbara says, not at all. No, that was never real. Andy then revealed that they are, they are still in touch with Miller, who uses they, them pronouns, and are in full support of their recovery efforts. Muschietti goes on to say, we have a lot of empathy in general for people who need help, and especially in <laughs> mental health issues. That's why they are taking the necessary steps to deal with their recovery, and we support them in that. Um, and this is the, 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 I guess, comic movie actually ends this with the, uh, the, essentially the conversation we were just having here. We're not sure how much general audiences know or care about Miller's actions, but we might find out when The Flash releases a couple of weeks from now with the estimates not being particularly positive. Okay, so the one thing I will say this to you, you can address whether or not you think these are, comments are backhanded or, or whatnot. What I will say is 
good on them at least addressing it. Yeah. yeah. Because no one's addressed it. Yeah. This entire time. Warner yeah. Brothers has said not one. No one yeah, has no. said anything and even, even acknowledged it. Maybe because of the exact reason we were talking about before, they want to bring attention to it. And maybe, I'm not saying necessarily, uh, maybe they were, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to marketing and not bringing well awareness to the casual fan, maybe their approach was right in what they want to do. In I'm not saying morally, I'm saying for what they wanted to do as far as financially and not bringing it out there to other people. Because again, we know about it, but maybe if they kept addressing it and may, then it gets more into the casual news cycle. How do you feel about it, Chris? I mean, that could make sense. Yeah. And I keep coming back to my bubble because I'm like, my friends aren't all in the entertainment. Yes, they are. Yes, yeah. they are. Because even my friends who are like in insurance or other things, it's for movie sets. Right. So I'm taking that for granted. But it just felt so weird the whole time that this was happening because we had the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation happening, too, at Warner Brothers, and that seemed to get dealt with in a very different way than this. And I understand, and I also have empathy for people who have mental health issues. Who doesn't? I think you're kind of a monster if you don't. That being said, I got a bunch of shit for this on the Internet because I said, this has been a lot of piece of shit behavior, though, too. They're not two congruent things. You can have mental health issues and not strangle people or hit people with chairs or do other things like that and obviously these are things that can exacerbate something else but the lack of accountability has been very very weird and off-putting the whole time just because it does feel like why aren't we treating everyone the same way if there's any allegation or any issue why aren't those things being addressed sure. understand your average moviegoer maybe doesn't know about that but it's just made me feel icky in my tum tum the whole time but those who do should have the conversation yeah. right i'm so with you i think that this has been extremely detrimental to people with mental health issues absolutely because the thing is a lot of people have mental health issues a lot of people that we know have mental health issues a lot of people we love have mental health issues uh, Ezra Miller has been accused of grooming two 12-year-old girls and yep. and uh, that he w- that they were accused of giving drugs of sexually assaulting but, but accused 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 yeah. um, uh, if if these things are true right. um they've also been charged with burglary and were on trial for 26 years in prison there's two uh, accusations on footage of assault throwing a chair at a woman's head and taking a three of assault, sorry, a chair to a woman's head, uh, dart the the at the bar with a dart to the wall, and choke slamming that woman to the ground. So those are things we've seen on camera. Sure. The grooming are accusations. We don't know if, right. if those we that's alleged. Um, but these are things that when you say a sentence like. I have empathy for people with mental health problems. Yeah, no shit. Anybody who combats that's an ass. But I I think that this these are two separate things. Do the mental health issues make the physical violence worse? Clearly, that's the statement that they're making, and it is possible. And I'm not saying that those two things are not correlated. But also, has Ezra Miller now gone through extensive three years of rehabilitation. No, this just happened. Well, don't yeah. make, make no mistake about this as well, too. And I think everybody knows this in general. If this movie, they would have tested this movie and it would have had the same kind of results and reaction that Batgirl did when they saw it, Ezra Miller would have been fired a long time ago. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. It's about money, you know? And it's about the product. It's a, as we said. This because is of a, money. It's 100%. <laughs> this is a really good movie. Andy Muschietti is someone that they are... Um, I don't want to say, for lack of a better word, grooming to be to be uh, to be the next big yeah, director inside no, of DC. He's going to be doing Brave and the Bold. Uh, it looks like anyway. So 
his statement as he's saying, and I think yeah, I I, I want to give I want to give slack to Andy Muschietti to where he is absolutely because he's, he's, no yeah, he's not the representative for Warner Brothers. He's just no. trying to clearly he's, say. And remember, this is also someone that he, that Andy Muschietti, who he worked with in in this movie, who he cares about Ezra Miller, and he's right? also still at the end of the day selling a product yeah. too. Absolutely, I have no problem with the way that he said it. It struck me as funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, I have a lot of empathy for people who need help. Like, right, who doesn't? Yeah, well, I but, hope but, so, Andy. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who don't. Totally. If you go on Twitter, you can see that. I, I think he's in the comment section. Yeah. Good, talented. I'm glad that he said something. This has nothing to do with him. It just, as you read it, it just hit me funny. Like, right, right. What a way to phrase that. Well, what's more funny about it, I think, is the fact that he has to say it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's more funny in the fact because that's I, where I, we're at in right. 2023. I appreciate that he's saying it because I, I, I like Andy Muschietti a lot. I think he's me a very too. talented director. I like every interview that he's given, and I think that he's very proud of this movie as he should be. And I think that it's one of the reasons. He's, I, I won't say what the spoiler is, but he's giving away spoilers in interviews now, too, because I think now they're getting to a place when you're tracking at 70 million, you're going, well, what about this? Do you want to see it because yeah. of this? Yeah. And then you start to wonder, is this going to be because of Ezra Miller? Is this going to be because of the DC using kind of in shambles that it's tracking for? Or is it because of the Marvel, you know, and as you said, I think brilliantly before is that the mediocrity, people are tired of it. You know, it's like it's, it's that's mediocrity fatigue. And I think that that is all the obstacles that this guy's facing right now. Like, yeah. Guardians had the, the benefit of having two solid movies being part of the old regime that people wanted to see how it's going to close out. So it did, and it still didn't make a billion dollars. It still did really well. Yeah. But it didn't make, I mean, I hate that that's the metric now, is that it's a billion dollars or it's a failure. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's not. But either way, I don't know. I think, what do you, do you think that this, let, this say, let's say hypothetically, and this is a question for both of you guys, if hypothetically this movie costs, with marketing, let's say three hundred and Thirty million dollars, which is somewhere in the ballpark, I would yeah. say. I think it's more than that, but yeah, is it? Well, somewhere in the ballpark. We'll say we'll say three hundred thirty. Does this movie break even, make profit, or is it a failure the same way that Shazam and Black Adam were? Chris, we'll start with you. I'm leaning towards failure, but mm-hmm. I also know that's my own bias of just <laughs> about yeah. this movie. I think it has the potential to break even, though. I don't see it making money. Wow. All right. I- I cannot not see this making money. I think it's absolutely going to make a profit. There's no way it doesn't make a profit. Yeah, because even tracking at seventy mil. Yeah, I think that this is going to make a profit because, um, from what I hear from everybody, it's super fucking good. So word of mouth. Yeah, I just think people are going. If you hear a movie is super effing good, you're going to go see the movie. I think it makes a profit. I do think it makes a profit, but I think that it makes a profit. Not in a way that DC's like, oh, we need to rush a second one into into play. I think that this, and I don't think Aquaman's going to wind up doing as well as they want it to either. Um, I think this is the, if it doesn't make a massive product uh, profit, rather, I think this is going to be definitely the end of the old regime, and then it's just going to be, we. This is a, there was a reason why James Gunn said, we're leaving the door open for all possibilities, because that allows you to say, yeah, it's open. There's no way home. But now you don't have to cross that threshold. That's right. I also, I don't think, this is really what it comes down to. I don't think this movie can make enough money for Ezra Miller to return. Right. Despite what Andy Muschietti says. Right, right. This is the only person who can play The Flash. That is absolutely not true. I say this as an actor knowing I am fully replaceable. And I have been. And that's fine, honestly, at the end of the day. Other people can step into these roles. We've and seen it constantly with superheroes in particular. That's right. And Andy Muschietti is going to be pretty busy yeah. in the next couple of years. Um, because I think what, what this has done, I think he is the one. Let's say, hypothetically, this movie does, doesn't break even, barely breaks even, breaks even. And it's, that's the end of it. There's no world where Andy Muschietti does not come out on top, even if it bombs. Yeah. He comes out on top. Because from what James Gunn is saying about him, 
what people who have seen the movie, like this is, if it doesn't do well, it has nothing to do with Andy Muschietti because he directed the hell out of this movie. And he, and he does a great job, emotionally, character-driven, action, like everything you want from a director in this genre. Like I, I think this is one of the better comic book movies made in the last couple of years, I'll tell you that for sure. Um, not, not, the, not the hyperbole of the best of all time. I think, that, again, I think that's, that's silly. But it's, it's one of the better ones, and it might be the best DCEU movie. It might be. Um, I like, I'm a big Man of Steel person. I don't know where you. I know you hate it, but I you don't like it. Either. Yeah, I, and there's a lot of people who aren't. But I, I I'm a I, Wonder Woman stan. Yeah, I know you don't like the third act. I know. Yeah, it's just the third act. It's just the third act. The, the movie itself, I thought, was, was great. The, I get it, it. Fell apart. But this this movie to me, it might be. And oh, Did the Suicide like, Squad. I love the Suicide. Do you Squad. like Spider Verse? If you could only see Flash or Spider Verse uh, across again. Which would you see? I ask that so strangely. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> um, if I only have an opportunity to see one of the two. In, out, up, down, I gross. Think, I, this is, and this has nothing to do with the quality of the movie, but I think I would take The Flash. Mm. Because, you know, I had a... It has nothing to do with the quality of the movie? No. Because I, quality, because I loved I thought Across the Spider-Verse was, uh, was amazing. I thought it was a really, really good movie. I just think that out of the two of them, I think I'm part of that audience we talked about before. Like, I really wanted to see Keaton back. And I was so glad that we did. And I think he's great in the movie. And then I saw, I went to see Fast X in the theater, and they showed the trailers. And one of the trailers that I saw was um, was The Flash. And I, I was watching it back going, I think I told you this, I was mm-hmm. watching it back going, holy shit, I want to see this movie again. Like, it just brought me back to, like, the, like it's a good trailer then. It's, it, it was, but just because I had seen it before, and I remember thinking when I was seeing it in CinemaCon, going, did your husband like the movie? He thought it was good, not great. Right. He he kept acting it out for me over the mm-hmm. course of CinemaCon. We'd be like, okay, so then the second act, this happened. Oh, so you know um, everything. That, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You so didn't like, give you a shit. You can just go, me through, oh, okay. go through the entire thing with okay. me. I don't care. Okay. Um, but it, he feels like it kind of fell apart in the third act. Hmm. Um, he didn't like the the reveal, the twist, where he was oh, like, I yeah, see. I can see this coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. relax. <laughs> <laughs> You guys were doing that to me the other day too. <laughs> that didn't happen this time. Um, all right, so we got we got some TV stuff to talk about in just a second. But before we do, I also wanted to tell you I've been really really catching up with my with my health habits, everybody, and been using Green Chef, and I love Green Chef. Big fan. Have you tried Green Chef? Oh my Green God. Chef is a good oh, one. It's really, really so good. good. Are they a sponsor right now? Hook it up. I'll give you the code. I'll tell you a little Chef more. Green Chef is so good. You want to do the read for me? Oh, look at that. The, their stuff is just delicious. It's so good. And it makes you feel really good it after does. you eat it, too. Yes. Just, yep, I'm in. Green Chef is amazing. And Rumple. Both Green Chef and Rumple Blankets, which I've been raving about. You guys know at this point. But let me tell good, you about it. Because it's freezing in here. Okay. Both right now. Green Chef, baby. Green Chef is awesome. It makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Doesn't matter what your lifestyle is, man. You're just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. You can fill up with Protein Packed. It's their newest collection of recipes fit for a high-protein dietary preference. You can choose from three weekly menu items, including at least 40 grams of protein per serving. You can choose from 50 plus weekly menu and market items with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary preferences in the same box. If you're craving more servings from a favorite recipe, you can double the portions in your weekly order just one click. It is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Green Chef has options for every single lifestyle. It does not matter. It's great. It's uh, it's 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 so good, and I love Green Chef because I've been getting – and you can turn d- different meals. I've been making like this stir-fried for a bit since we started with Green Chef, and I, uh, it's, it's – I look I, – I, 
lick my chops every time it's coming around. I know oh, I can make that stir fry. Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by up to 23% versus grocery shopping. Welcome the spring season with delicious, easy-to-follow recipes that support your healthy lifestyle and it tastes good too. Fact. Try balanced, crave-worthy meals fit for all dietary needs. Bring more flavor to your table this May with Green Chef's wholesome, elevated recipes. I take the chicken, put it in a stir-fry. I love all the different, I mean, it's so good. Their chicken is no joke. You know what I love about Green Chef also is it gives you the ability to choose. You want all chicken? Get all chicken. You want all beef? Get all beef. Go to greenchef.com slash thing60, but use that code thing60 and get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, greenchef.com slash thing60. Use that code thing60. Get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, man, the number one meal kit for eating well. Rumple, 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 rumple. I love rumple. I love rumple. I really do. I love rumple. I've been telling you guys about Rumple, and you know I love Rumple because I talk about them all the damn time. It's on them; they're they're amazing. They're so good, and it's such a great blanket for a lot of different reasons. Like oh, I don't need a blanket to go camping. They don't get one for camping. Get one for being on the couch and snuggling up. They do every, they do everything. And what's so great about them is that they're made with durable, sustainable materials, and they're built to last. Rumple recycles over five million plastic water bottles a year. They are B Corp certified, climate neutral, and they donate one percent of all their sales to environmental causes. The original puffy blanket for them is their number one bestseller, and they have over a million of them sold. But they have over 135 unique designs. There really is a blanket for everyone. They're not just for outdoors, as I mentioned. You can watch a movie with them. You can kick back in bed, or you can even bring them to the movie theater with you. Rumpel also has a huge selection of indoor styles, like their cozy hemp, their fleece, their Sherpa blankets made with responsibility-sourced materials, super cozy, and perfect to keep on hand in your living room or refresh your bedding. So listeners of mine, go to rumple.com slash the big thing and use that code the big thing at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Rumple.com slash the big thing, code the big thing. The link is in the description. See? Told you. Rumple and Green Chef. So happy to have them on board. We only take on sponsors that we think you're gonna love, and clearly our people on our show love. So Roxy's a big Green Chef fan. You should be too. And I love it too because what I like the most about it, as I mentioned, is I like to make like the stir fry out of it, out of the chicken. And you don't, I, there's so many different services that'll be like, oh, you have to take this. You have to, take, I don't want all your pork chops. I just want chicken. Give me chicken. Well, you can choose a chicken. You can choose all the beef. It's, it's amazing. It's so fresh and wonderful. So Green Chef and Give Rumble. me your chicken. Give me the chicken. I just want your chicken. Um, I want your TV picks. Oh. So there we go. We'll start with this one. Look at that. I don't feel like you have checked in on me enough this week considering Why? After what, what I'm happened? going through. Oh, yeah, right. A just, lot of withdrawals. I just want to – okay, so the theme of this week is every show I've ever loved is coming to an end. And all of them had their series finales crazy, this week. Four of my favorite shows on TV had their series finale this week, the biggest one being Succession. Uh, okay, the, could this show have stuck the landing anymore? I don't think so. They just did such an excellent job with it. I had all of my theories. This is going to be a spoiler-free segment because I know that I'm talking about finales and people are playing catch-up. I had all my theories going into this. I was absolutely wrong about every single one of them. I've never been more excited to be so wrong about something. But they were true to their characters and true to the sentiment and and what the show set out to do and say. And it also proved to me that the creators understand that they have written a show about evil people. 
that you're not supposed to like. They didn't. They weren't like, but actually, we feel bad for these people at the end. No, it was like, stick it to the man. Uh, yeah, don't just, tell me. Uh, no, I, I didn't, I'm not telling you anything. Right. I'm just saying right. they understand right. that these people are cruel right. and evil and are going to do whatever it takes. It was amazing. Okay. Such a great finale. The best finale I have seen of any show in maybe five years was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I cannot believe this series finale. I was so grateful what they did with this. I've loved the show. It's definitely had ups and downs. It has gone through um, some episodes where you're like, all right, that wasn't even, that wasn't that funny. It was okay. And then it's gotten through some of the best episodes on TV. So going into the finale, I was like, I don't know. It's also a comedy. Having a perfect finale for a comedy is very hard. As we saw with Seinfeld being super controversial in its finale, I didn't particularly like it. How I Met Your Mother not having a great finale. A lot of these shows, it's just like, what are you going to do in a finale? Um, But Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was like the most poignant comedy finale I've ever seen. I was bawling my eyes out watching this. For anybody who's ever wanted to make it. It just like touches upon that thing, which is every relationship you have, every person that you has watched you try to get to this point. Um, uh, just I, I can't recommend the show enough now that I saw how they ended it. And Rachel Brosnahan deserves to win the Emmy this year for this performance. She's won before. She was just like she brought the house down. It was so good. This is a season finale. The season finale of Yellow Jackets aired this last week. For those of you guys who hadn't watched season two, I definitely think it is uh, really worth your time. Is it as strong as season one? Maybe not because we already knew the premise, but it was still excellent. And they hit us with a huge bang in the final episode. If you're a horror fan, if you like like those, is it supernatural? Is it not supernatural kind of shows? And if you have Showtime and or Paramount, because it does that one-two thing, uh, this show is really, really good. Uh, excellent season for Juliette Lewis. Excellent season for Melanie Linsky. Um, Christina Ricci. Just so many really talented people on the show. It, and the younger versions of all of them are amazing, too. They did a great job with the finale. Curious to get Christian's thoughts on this as well, but the Barry fin- series finale was, uh, as I saw on social media, a little bit controversial. People didn't love this final season. It did go from being a comedy to being a straight-up drama, um, and the season finale was very, f- I will put it this way, finite for a lot of different reasons. It worked for me. I thought that they did, uh, they kind of made the only choices I felt like they had left to make, and I think that it wrapped out the story. Is this uh, one of the questions I asked myself for a finale is like, what did this show want me to feel or think? What was the takeaway of this? I don't think that this show has much of a takeaway other than like, you are what you do. So t- own your actions. But it, it was v- it was very well done. Uh, I don't think that this is going to be a show that people come back and revisit very often, but for what it was, I was happy with the finale. Christian, how'd you feel about it? Uh, well, I didn't see the finale itself. I'll tell you what I was, I, I watched season one Okay. and then I started to watch a little season two and then everybody talked about this one particular episode that happens in season two and like it's some of the, I can't remember who told me, but it's, like, it's one of the best episodes you're ever going to see on television. And I watched this. This is ridiculous. What was it? Somebody jumping on the roof and they're chasing some kid or something or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was, but it was something. I'm like, it's like, is it supernatural now? What the hell is this? I'm like, this is. I'm like, I like this show so much for what they did in the first season. I thought it was phenomenal, really good, mm-hmm. and, and then, funny. 
Yeah, yes. really fun. Yeah. yeah, and then I was. Oh, you used to watch too. I'm two episodes behind. Oh, you're two oh, behind. Okay. I oh. still, and I'm one of the people who's like, "What is this season? What's happening?" Mm. Yeah. So, so I, I've never had an opportunity. Yeah, I'm to, curious what you think about yeah. the finale when you watch it. Uh, then I gotta know because it, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so I eventually I'd like to. I love Bill Hader, so I'd like to. Revisit I don't think it. you're ever gonna revisit. I don't think you're ever gonna binge it, and I do think no. you're gonna finish it. Yeah. And I think it's, you're probably it's very, no, medium, it's very dismissive. It's because I if I, here's why I would think you would be because it. I've proven you that I this is what I do. No, oh, because if I sat here and said this last season was so good, you have to get to it, then you would. But this last season was really right. mixed. So it's not to be. So it's not something that you, right. What I'll tell so what you, are you chasing, you know. Before we get you back to your picks, I'll say this. So Shrinking is a show that I have. Have you watched it? It's the so best. Good. It's the best. the best. It's one of my oh. favorite shows in the last like couple of years. The best. And I binged it when I, as I said, I, I avoided COVID for. Three years. I finally got it. Bin- binged it. Congratulations. Binged shrinking. Thank you. Binged shrinking while I did and loved it. And I tried to get my wife to watch it. She wouldn't watch it. She watched the first episode with me. She right? would love the show. Wait. This is a happy ending to the story. So ah! so the first episode, she's like, eh. And then I said, after I watched it, I'm like, you have to watch this with me. It's so good. And then so she watched it. She's like, I don't, I'm just not into it. I was like, ah. So we had a barbecue on, on Monday. And our neighbors came over. And they start talking about shrinking. And I said, I'm telling you, listen, honey, come over and listen to this. And they all, and we said that we all, the three of us kind of went boom, 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 back, back, back. No, I'm not going to be able to convince her, but neighbors can, yes. Um, and so the neighbors were like, hey, you should give it a shot because you got to build past like episode three and four. And so today when I came in, because she was taking, she dropped the kids off of school. She was taking a break, walked in and she was like episode six. So she's already kind of binging through. That's not what I'm thinking. What? What are you thinking? You did a barbecue? Yeah, it was oh. only for the kids. It wasn't a big barbecue with a bunch of friends. Keep telling me you're gonna have a barbecue, and I'm I gonna be invited. You had barbecue, you I wasn't invited. Now, but you wouldn't. It would. You would have been playing cornhole with with eleven year olds, as opposed to sitting Date, by dates, myself. Bad dates. Oh, bad dates. All right, let's get to the All last right. one. Hold on a second. Uh, there is one more, of course. And speaking of another show, I can't get my wife to watch. You have not seen the Ted Lasso finale. I have. You have. Okay, I have. and you liked it. I thought it was a good finale. I think it was a good season finale, though. It was a good season finale. They have maintained the fact that it was a series finale, which to me it was not. Yeah. I disagree. They say it's a series finale, and I disagree. Um, they This, of all the finales that I watched this week, this was my least favorite, which is such a bummer because I love this show so much. And the finale was not bad. But the one thing that I've wanted for the entire series they didn't do, and... And I don't get why they made that choice. I honestly feel like Jason Sudeikis's, um opinion on love and relationships has influenced this show too much. Oh, oh because um, of everything he was going over with his divorce and stuff? Kind of. Yeah. Like, which, which is certainly Which possible. is totally fair. Yeah. And, like, I get you're telling the story you want to tell. And you are allowed to do that in the most selfish, least artistically um, graceful way I could say this. I wanted them to tell the story I wanted them to tell, right. and they didn't do that. And this that. is what people have been, they've been tweeting at him and stuff about this? I don't know. I haven't seen that. Who was telling me about it? Someone said they were tweeting it. Oh, it was Mike Kalinowski said that for Ted Lasso, people were tweeting at Jason Sudeikis saying it was a complete, this is a letdown. No you way. your personal life get involved Oh, in this. Uh, so well, other people think, think what so. I think? Yeah, That's I think so. hysterical because yeah. I haven't talked to anybody, but I j- there was one thing that I needed to happen, and it didn't, and it was the way they went about it was just like, wow, what I thought you guys thought about this is not what you thought about this. Like, what I was led to believe for years we were building towards yeah, is work out. 
Yeah, it just is co- confusing no. to me. I don't know if you are picking up what I'm putting down. I'm going to have to talk to you after Yeah, this. okay, yeah. Right. Well, look, this is, this, is a, this is a TV picks. Thank you Those so are much your picks. I like, appreciate it as always. And make sure that if you guys have not already been doing this throughout the episode, make sure you're commenting, whether you're talking about the Flash stuff, the Across the Spider-Verse, obviously the TV picks, anything we've talked about so far. But before we go, I wanted to talk about this with, uh, with both our, our panelists here today. Let's talk about the summer movie season as we are pretty much into it now. And, and if your movie has already come up, that's fine. But what was your most anticipated movie of the summer the, uh, in general or coming up or that you want to see that um, or maybe maybe like two of them. You can put two or three. I don't care, but let's let's see, Roxy. What are Barbie. the two? Barbie was number one. Barbie. That's it. Yeah, it's Barbie. That's the only one you want to see. Uh, no, I, I, all the superhero stuff. Yeah, and yeah, what, yeah. But, but Barbie's the one. Like if you, if I, I want to see Oppenheimer really bad too, but Barbie is by far and away. Those are the two that you're going to choose right off the bat is, Bar- is Barbie and Oppenheimer. Probably, yeah. Chris? I was very Spider Verse, which we've talked about, but yeah, yep. Barbie and Oppenheimer, which I really want to do a double feature of. Last <laughs> goal, they come out the same weekend. Yeah. They come out the same crazy, weekend, yeah. and I want to go see Oppenheimer and then go see Barbie, so I can have a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. I hope at least at CinemaCon they kept talking about, oh gosh, this movie makes you cry so much. I was like, why? Which one? Why? Barbie. Barbie. Oh, okay. Because yeah, Oppenheimer's that's Ar- sad too. Oppenheimer's <laughs> sad as shit. If you've read American Prometheus, yeah. oh my gosh, it's a messed up story. Yeah. And well, it's I saw real. the interviews with him afterwards too. He's just Ooh. like, it's just yeah, that'll. that'll It'll change your it'll change your mindset Barbie. for a long yeah. time. Barbie's coming out the week after my birthday, and yeah. I desperately want them to let me throw a screening with everybody has to wear all pink, and it's my birthday party. So you guys Does both have picked cancer. Yep. Okay. You guys have both picked movies that you. It seems like from everything that everyone's talking about that you seems like you're going to be happy with. Oppenheimer's. I one. know you're going to say indie. I'm sorry, indie man. Indie is my most anticipated. I know, and and I and I was still and I'm still it still is, but it's like you know my my expectations have dropped. Yeah, um, and not just because. Well, what do you care about critics say? It's just like because I've seen a lot of these critics that I've seen before that have talked have been on similar. It's not like there's one particular critic who's hated everything that I've liked. It's people that have usually been on the same page with me. I know. I already hurt for you. It's, so that that could be it. Um, but then for the rest of the movies, I mean, Oppenheimer for sure. Barbie I'm definitely very interested in. But I think, at, I mean, I've seen the Do five. you like the trailers? Yeah, I didn't watch the last one. Oh. Because, I yeah, I did, I, but on purpose. Because I was going to, like, react to it. It was too late. And I said, well, I don't need to see it now because I'm going to see it. So I, it's for me, unless I'm doing it for the channel. Transformers? You give a shit? So I'm seeing it. Yeah, I'm seeing it this on Sunday. I'm seeing Elemental tomorrow. Oh, um, yeah. And then I'm seeing, or tonight, I guess. It's going to be uh, far I, for you. Yeah. Are you going? No. Oh, no. It's just far. It's far. It's um, far. But, and, then, and then Elemental uh, Transformers, which I, I have way more of an interest of seeing today when I knew that Stephen Capel Jr. was doing it when I originally thought, I thought that Michael Bay was doing it. And I was yeah. like, here we go. It's like more torture no. watching him do this, but I like Stephen Capel Jr. a lot. Um, Michael Bay movies are just filled with like balsa wood and sparklers. I don't understand them at this point. Where I'm all just like it everything's is. just exploding for reasons. Slow motion. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, we, we get, get it. it. I don't want to ask you this again, but they're filled with what? <laughs> balsa wood and sparklers. So balsa wood was like the really shitty wood that you would get. This is going to age me in like a shop class or a tech class. Balsa wood. Yeah, it's just like really shitty, easily breakable wood. That like really bad sets that you can like throw people through will be made with a lot yeah. of times. I love how you've gone to class in this episode. <laughs> totally. I got to know what the first word was that I, I'm going to go back said, and watch. Yeah, because I was watch. like, uh-oh. Yeah. Well, we hope that you guys learned something yeah. on this too. We, we're 
happy that you joined us. We're happy that you joined us on this episode. Obviously, Spotify, if you're on the, the, on the Spotify, you should do that. We're on video. We're one of the, one of the, one of the few uh, podcasts that are actually doing video on Spotify, so we hope that you join us over there, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to our sponsors, obviously, today, but thank you to our guests today, and obviously... Chris Carr, where can the good people find you? Oh, you can find me on socials at actor Chris Carr, Chris with a K, Carr with two R's, or you can find me doing voiceover, speakfriendstudio.com. Oh, yeah. And Roxy Stryer. Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Look at you. Yeah. All right. And <laughs> once again, me. make sure that you head on over. If you're East Coast, man, I'm waiting for you. What's it going to take, Christian? I already told you. So I don't think I told you at all. But uh, <laughs> 100,000 subscribers, hit that button, show a little class, just announce. And if you like that show, a little class, why don't you get one of those shirts? That's what we do. Um, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. This is delightful. We hope that you join us again. Yeah. We'd love that. It's nice to finally meet you. And it was nice to finally kind of meet you and learn about you a little bit more on the air as we probably Same. I was like, shit, he has kids. Yeah. I knew you had a wife. I, I didn't had know you two, had kids. Two kids, 11 and five and a half. Oh, those I'm, are good ages. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. And we'll see you on the flip side. Peace. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.